Well, hello there. It must be Wednesday. Welcome to our broadcast today. Wednesday's a good day to be alive in Christ. We're going to have some good Bible searching today, or at least some, some reading of the scriptures. And we're going to talk about being guided by the Lord. The caption that I've taken today is, do you trust Holy Spirit as much as you do GPS on your precious iPhone? <laughs> well, we're all kind of caught in this culture we're in. I, I don't know if I could find my way around some of the cities I'm in without that, that GPS system that they've given us. We push in, punch in the address, and blindly, we just take off down the road looking for the, the final destination. I have been caught more than once on the wrong side of the river or on the back side of, of, of the desert somewhere and not at the right place. Do you trust the Holy Spirit as much as you do GPS? Well, I'm George Watkins. If you haven't met me yet, thank you for coming by and stay around a while. God never makes a mistake. He brought you here on purpose. <laughs> Amen. Some nuggets of truth and revelation that are going to drop from heaven today as we speak will be a good help for you along the way. Amen. I have more than enough books in my house. Matter of fact, probably more than I need. But I buy a book that inspires me with a subject. And I get, I read it or I peruse it. And in that book, there's a nugget that I can take home, I can use, I can put in my spirit, something out of that book. There's a precious nugget. It's almost like the illustration of the field. You know, Jesus said in a parable, a man finds a treasure in a field. So he goes and buys the field so he can have the treasure. So it is with some of the things that we listen to and even some of the sermons. <laughs> now, I'm not going to admit that in my long, exhaustive sermons that I preached, <laughs> there was only one nugget. Well, it could be for that one person. Because you see, as you're sitting and listening or sitting and reading, you know, whatever you're taking it in, there, there will be something that the Holy Spirit inspires. And suddenly you'll say, yes, that's for me. I heard something just yesterday that spoke to me directly. I had been asking God in my, you know, the spirit just talks all the time to the father, not out loud. I didn't declare it on the corner of the housetop, just some questions. And it wasn't more than 10 minutes later, I tuned into one of my men of God that I like to listen to occasionally. And he said something that just answered my question. And I was rejoicing that God was so uh, sensitive that he brought that by me in the right time. So the Holy Spirit never misses a point. Well, I've missed it a few times because my hearing was impaired or I wasn't listening close enough. Or what I heard, I didn't have faith to do, but the Holy Spirit never has led me astray. 
And this never led me into a trick or, a, you know, he laughs at me because he trapped me one more time. No, no. His guidance is good. And you can always trust that he will take you to your destination, to your destination. The scriptures tell us that the steps of a good person, good man or woman, are ordered of the Lord. I love that. Let's jump into uh, Psalms 23. I'm going to go into um, my current Bible that I'm meditating out of now, this and the Mirror Bible. But I've been I've been enjoying the Passion Bible for a few weeks and talking to you about some of it. Psalms 23, perhaps one of the first psalms we memorized. We sang it in, in song. Matter of fact, the entire book of Psalms is really the book of songs. They sang these and they were poetry in the sense that they could sing. David being the great worship leader, they tell me he created multiple instruments just to worship the Lord with. So Psalms 23 is really a song, but we'll read it tonight out of the mirror by the Passion Bible. Yahweh is my best friend and my shepherd. <laughs> Ever hear someone say uh, about their wife or husband of, of years? He's my best friend or she's my best friend. <laughs> my wife and I have a running joke. I think we heard this somewhere one time from somebody. She's my best friend. And then we say my only friend. <laughs> Not true, but that's why it's a joke. Okay, moving along. <laughs> okay, second verse. I always have more than enough. Yahweh is my best friend, my only, my, my, <laughs> okay, I've tricked myself. Let's read it right. Yahweh is my best friend and my shepherd. <laughs> oh, I tell a joke and I laugh at my own jokes. That's not, that's not right. <laughs> a good comedian doesn't laugh at his own jokes. Okay. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace near the quiet brook of bliss. Now, the King James says he leads me beside still waters for his namesake. Well, this is the guidance of the Holy Spirit. He leads us in pathways that are good for us. Well, Okay, there's some pathways I didn't like, pathways that were uphill. Like the old boy said, I had to walk to school, and it was uphill both ways. Well, you know, that's the, that's the humor of it. You can't walk up, uphill both ways. Sometimes the pathway he leads us to into some, seems like it's an uphill battle too often, but he does it for his namesake. He does it for our good when he leads us. Next verse there, <clears throat> that's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me the right path and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. He opens before me the right path. Where are you today? 
what kind of path pathway did you get get on to get there? Often we'll say, well, <laughs> I made a mistake. I guess I'm in the wrong path. We can make mistakes by not listening to the Holy Spirit. We can make mistakes by being stubborn, bullheaded, and, and rebellious. Yes, the, the rebellious dwell in a dry land, the Bible says. So there is a, there is a, um, a response or at least a harvest to rebellion, just like there's a harvest to obedience. When you obey the Lord, he leads you in pathways besides still waters that are good for you. He said, he opens before me the right path and leads me along in his foot, his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me for you always have, for, for you already have. Fear will never conquer me, for you already have. Oh, I like that. I like that. Listen to it again. Fear will never conquer me, for you, God, have already conquered me. That's good. That may be the nugget that we need to hear tonight. God has conquered you. He's bought you with a price. You are not your own. You don't have to give an account to the enemy. You give an account to the one who owns you. Listen to this just for a moment. Failure happens. It happens too often, perhaps, to some of us, but it happens. Failure in obedience, failure in being faith, faithful, failure in uh, saying or doing or acting, you know, out, out of the character of Christ. Okay. John said in the, in the first, first book of John, he said, look, don't sin. Don't do that. Now, sin is missing the mark. Sin is, is missing the mark if it's, if it's just in the area of faith where you didn't have faith, you had fear. That's missing the mark. We call it a sin, and it kind of shakes us up. Well, that's a sin. I, I don't want to say what it's missing the mark. Now, what he said, what he said is, don't do that. Don't do it. Okay. But if you do... Repent, you have an advocate, he's faithful and just to forgive or wipe that missed, mismarked thing, that sin, that, you know, misdeed out. You'll wipe it off your sleep. There'll be no record of it. <laughs> just like in the courts with young children that commit crimes, they wipe it off. You, you never know what happened. That's God's grace to you. So in this situation then, when we miss the mark, we have only one account to give, and that's to the one who owns us. That's God. He's bought us with a price. So the enemy comes and accuses us. We look at them or him or her. Yeah, no, I don't mean him or her. I mean, you know, the spirits. <laughs> we look, look and say, you have no business in here. It's none, none of your business. Bug off. Well, we might say, I rebuke the devil, get out of here in Jesus' name, whatever time, type of term you want. The fact is he has nothing to do with you. He has nothing to do with you. And if he takes an accusation to the throne, just like in Job's day, Jesus is our advocate. He stands with us and defends us and intercedes for us before the Father. 
so there is no chance of being cast out and rejected. Wow, I love Romans 8. Romans 8 gives a real clear description of how tight this love thing is. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. No matter what you do, he always loves us. Height or depth, height, depth, you know, things present, things to come, any kind of problem, nothing will separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, that's what I'm hearing out of this Passion Bible rendition of, um, of Psalms 23. That's why it's good to read some, some other translations beside the King James, because not only is our, is our modern uh, uh, investigation of language increased since King James was written 500 years ago, whatever, <clears throat> but, it, but, but the different uh, nuances of words really bring out a, a precious insight in some of these areas. He opens before me the path, the right path, and leads me along in his footprints of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. <laughs> I've had dreams over the years, probably when I was younger more than I do now, walking down the dark road, you know, and uh, staying in the middle of the road so any of the monsters wouldn't jump out of the bush and catch me. Well, what do they say about whistling as you go past the graveyard? What is that? You're trying to overcome fear, the fear of what's in the graveyard. Well, this verse says here, Fear will never conquer me, for you already have. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. <laughs> Little children are an amazing gift from God. We have seven grandkids now, and they're all under the age of eight. So we're enjoying the whole range of young young <laughs> humans <laughs> being developed. And when they have a fear, they run over and grab the leg of dad or mom or grandpa, you know, grandma, and just being close to them. And we hug them and their fears go away. We have a little puppy. And when 4th of July or the celebration on the first of the year comes, that little puppy gets so nervous that can hear those explosions for 10 miles away. They have such good hearing. And we have to cuddle that little dog and make sure that it's close and secure until it settles down. That's what God does with you and I when fear comes. His love makes us secure. We are secure in his love. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely for you are near you become my delicious feast, even when my enemies dare to fight. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my cup overflows. <laughs> Here's my prayer and my declaration to you today. That you will 
Drink of the cup of God's love this week until you overflow. And I want to have, I want you to hear yourself say, <laughs> hold on, God, I can't take any more. Well, that's what it means in this verse where he said, you give me this delicious meal and your cup overflows in my life. The cup of your love. Let me give that to you again. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit and give me all I can drink of you until my cup overflows. So why would I fear the future? Only goodness and tender love pursues me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. Psalms 23 is a foundational psalm that if you haven't done it, you need to memorize it, quote it often, sing it if you can find some tune to it, and let it be the part of the fiber of your spirit that keeps you strong on this Wednesday morning. Amen. I love you all. Thank you for taking time to peruse, go through <laughs> Psalms 23 with me. And trust the Holy Spirit more than you do your GPS. Every time you punch that GPS this week, I'm gonna, uh, you're gonna hear my voice. Are you trusting the Holy Spirit? <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for stopping by and thank you for all the good things you do to encourage this broadcast, including sharing and comments and, uh, you know, all the things that I've said before. <laughs> Thank you for your prayers and your financial strength that you send our way. You can find everything you need in the notes below. Until tomorrow morning, may the Lord bless you and keep you. And I'll see you then. God bless.